Welcome to the Sinbin Podcast. I am your host, John Burnett. And this podcast, we are going to talk about all things sports for from a broad range of topics. Uh, to start off with, I will introduce my sports teams. I am a Red Sox, Ravens, and Flyers fan. Uh, currently a free agent for uh, a basketball team. And I'll throw it to my other two co-hosts. We'll start with Ryan Cornelius. Ryan? How are we doing, audience? Um, I'm Ryan, and uh, for all you bandwagon police out there, I am a New York Yankees fan, Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and on the West Coast, the Anaheim Ducks. I'm a huge soccer fan, both the U.S. national team and D.C. United. And, uh, of course, college football, Penn State alum, we are, baby. We'll send it over to Andrew Henry. Oh, thank, thank you, Ryan. Uh, I'm pretty, uh, my name's Andrew, and I'm a pretty simple guy. I uh, was born and uh, raised in Pennsylvania, so I'm all things uh, Philadelphia. Uh, you know, Sixers, Flyers, Eagles, um, Phillies. I also am a uh, Penn State graduate, and I enjoy holding hands and long walks on the beach. I'd just like to throw in that uh, I'm the only one in the group that hits the six-foot plateau. So for all you ladies out there, I'm available. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, I'm the youngest that's one. Just... I'm the youngest one, though, so like I'm gonna probably not die as soon. So moving, moving on from that <laughs> unnecessary shot by Ryan, we have our first podcast just happens to coincide with the third round of the 2019 Masters, gentlemen. We have a little update from there. Uh, the top five are Webb Simpson at nine under. I do not know this next guy's name. Fanu, Ryan? Tony Finau. Thank you. You were close. I was. Xander uh, Shoffley. At 8-under. And Tiger Woods, 7-under. Brooks Kipka at 7-under as well. Adam Scott, 7-under. Jason Day, 7-under. And that so, is the top five. Good thing for uh, all you American golf fans. Uh, lots of American flags on that top ten leaderboard. True. Only uh, we have an Aussie invasion with uh, Adam Scott and Jason Day, but that's it. I I don't know anything about golf, which is funny because I've worked at a golf course the last three years. <laughs> I was going to say, Andrew, isn't golf, golf is for squares, according to Mr. Hey, golf Henry. is for squares. And when you work at Westchester Golf and Country Club, you would hate golf, too, because all the no people that golf there are awful. Well, it's a, it's a nine-hole course, so one would argue it's not a real golf course. Well, yeah, but you can play on it twice, and then it's 18. Is it, is it a par three? Um, uh, I don't know. As a, wait, what are you talking three? about? Is it a par three course? What does that even mean? All the holes are par three. No. You, you um, should know that. You, as a, ground, I was, your that ground like screw. exists? Yeah. Yes. Where every single hole is the same par? Yes. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. No, it's definitely not that. Uh, it's, it's like a beginner course type thing. Right. Or just like a slap some balls with a nine iron for shits and gigs type deal. <laughs> yeah, that's not me. What is me is trying to cut like the intermediate rough on the fairways and you have people teeing off on one fairway and then hitting it onto the next one because they can't keep it straight for some fucking reason. And so I got to wait for them to move their ball off of my fairway, which is so annoying. I think you should just chop it up for a shitty tee shot. 
You know what? You should, uh, it might ruin the mower, though, and then uh, they'll get mad at me. <laughs> I have to. Get, I have to buy new blades. It's John Deere. It's good shit. <laughs> it's not. I don't. The fairway, the intermediate is not John Deere. It's a Toro. Ah. Oh. So it's a Toro Real Master thirty one hundred. No, forget. Getting back to the professionals that actually know how to hit a golf ball straight. Yeah. Gentlemen, we are on a Saturday. Who is your pick to win? If you had to, we'll start with uh, the expert, Ryan. Um, I'm gonna go with Brooks Kepka here. He has been on a roll um, in the last two majors, hadn't he? He's uh, he actually received a bit of criticism for losing weight. Really? He lost weight for a photo shoot for a magazine. I'm not sure which one. I'd have to look into it, but... GQ, probably. He lost weight for a magazine. His uh, last couple tournaments weren't so good. But now now he's stroking it. However, in majors, he seems to be on all the time. Uh, that's really the only time people seem to tune in, so the average fan would have no idea that Brooks Kepka has been struggling besides Masters. Uh, I will throw I will throw myself into the average fan category. I do only tune in for the majors. I am not a diehard golf fan. Can I give a prediction? Yes. Uh, I'm going to go with Webb Simpson, simply because uh, his name's Webb, and when your name's Webb, you like definitely have overcome adversity already just by living with that name for 33 years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, um, even though his real name is James. I'm just now reading that, which is a little disappointing. I thought his parents actually named him Webb. But uh, he's from Raleigh, North Carolina, which is cool because I used to live there. I said I was born and raised Pennsylvania. I lied. I was I lived in Maryland and North Carolina also, but mainly in Pennsylvania. Um, and speaking of Raleigh, the, the Hurricanes just scored, which is nice. I didn't I didn't yell yes, though, in the middle of uh, Ryan's prediction. I wanted to be professional. But, uh, yeah, it's 2-1 now, Capitals. I just uh, like, like to point out Ricky Fowler uh, – Big Ricky Fowler fan. I have many times been the douchebag on the course wearing orange things. You because, have seen it. Because of Mr. Ricky Fowler. Uh, tied for 13th, minus 5. He hasn't teed off in round 3 yet. So keep an eye on Rick, who's looking to get his first uh, win in a major. He's come close, but uh, no cigar yet for Mr. Ricky Fowler. Yeah, you guys, you guys uh, don't know this, but... Uh... Ryan and I were roommates in college, and uh, last year during the Masters, uh, he was in one room freaking out watching the uh, the Masters because Ricky Fowler almost won, and I was in the other room freaking out because I was hammered and watching WrestleMania. So, <laughs> so that I, I've never I've actually never seen Ryan more dejected than when Ricky didn't win. Um, can we, can we... we were both hammered. Let's, uh, <laughs> let, let's let's make that point be known. Dude, I barely even remember the main event. Bringing up. Uh, last year's Masters uh, with Ricky Fowler. Can we can we talk a little bit about Patrick Reed? I'd love to talk about this guy. Hi, uh, Patrick Reed. This fucking Andrew, guy. He's Andrew, uh, he is very infamous in the golf world today. Um, yeah, and it's so easy to know why. <laughs> you, you, you look at any any post on Instagram, online, anything comment section. He's Captain Douche. Captain Douche of the PGA Tour. Well, Andrew has uh, some. I, I have say, I, I have say, words for him. I so wouldn't if you, say hot takes. I uh, 
they're not hot takes, they're just, it's, it's a little bit of a, we'll call it a vignette, Andrew. I don't know what that word means, but it sounds bad, so yeah, probably. Okay, okay so if you don't know Patrick Reed, you probably do, but if you don't, basically, he, uh, he, he got married when he was 22. Justine. His parents, yeah, Justine. He got married when he was 22, and his parents were, like, not okay with that, and they were like, hey, maybe not do that. And he's like, I'm going to do it. And so he doesn't talk to his parents anymore. Which, you know, he's an adult. He doesn't have to talk to them, I guess, even though right. they, like, raised him. But, like, to a point where if they just show up to watch him hit a golf ball with a club, he, like, throws – he gets security to throw them out, <laughs> which blows my mind. And, Ryan, you alluded to uh, 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 how unpopular he is with uh, some of his douchey things. I, I'm bringing up this tweet from, from uh, last August where he said – Thank you, PGA Tour, for the tickets to the Red Sox game tonight. My Boston Red Sox. Uh, yeah, yours. Only yours. I yes, love... I, the, the sarcasm... Sarcasm. The sarcasm starts right here. I love how you put my wife, sister-in-law, and myself in the line drive section. We paid $650 and ended up in the same section as the rest of the PGA Tour. Hashtag front row. And the thing that makes me mad is because his wife actually is hideous <laughs> okay and it's not just me that thinks that because the first response to that tweet is from some guy that said quote we paid 650 dollars and they didn't even leave a bale of hay for my horse wife and then it's a, he tweeted a picture of him the wife and the sister-in-law and the sister-in-law also looks kind of like a bronco so i guess it runs in the family um so, and the thing that made me mad was that he was mad they were in the line drive section, to which I said, well, if your wife gets hit in the head with a line drive, you know, it might help her face out a little bit. Who knows? But that's just me. Well, you know, he, uh, he used to be known as Patrick Reed. So he, Patrick was known, Reed. he was known as being the fat guy on the tour. He uh, lost some weight. He's not, it doesn't uh, look like it. He's not skinny by any means, but I definitely lost weight. But uh, now he's just known as King Douche on tour. So, uh <laughs> Pick your poison. You want to be the fat ass of the tour or the douche? I'll let you guys decide. That's just not a guy you can get behind. I will say this. Uh, There's no way he has any fans. I, I will say this. The, uh, the, the fatness thing, all three of us, uh, we hate working out. We do. Yes. Ryan, Andrew. Yes. Can both attest. Uh, I run like once a week, but that's it. I don't do weight yes. training anymore. So we're not, we're not the fittest of uh, gentlemen. No. Mm -hmm. But we're not just... We're not obese individuals. Uh, not yet. So, uh, at the rate I'm going, I might get there eventually. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it's 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 the kind of that's aging. It's we're letting uh, nature take its course. <laughs> you could you could say that. All right. With that being said, they just put Tiger just moved into third place, hitting a birdie on. Uh, eight. So, that is your Masters update. Now, transitioning to something that is near and dear to all of our hearts, uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Gentlemen, let us first start with the game that is on right now, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes and the Washington Capitals. Let's start with that one. So, alright, I'll, I'll start us off. I, I picked the Hurricanes to win this series, and normally 
my uh, the words I live and die by are: if you don't respect the bracket, the bracket won't respect you. So you 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 got to live and die by the teams you pick. So I'm gonna live and die by the Hurricanes uh, here. Normally, I I pick games based on like if I if my life depended on it. This was like the one series that I'm like picking with my heart and not my head. But like after watching Game One, I actually I feel decent about it, even though the Hurricanes lost. Uh, if you ask me, they outplayed Washington two out of the three periods on Thursday night. They just they uh, they had a really rough go in the first period. They um, gave up two shorthanded goals. Oh, I'm sorry, they were shorthanded. They gave up two power play goals, which is uh, interesting because they they finished eighth in penalty kill percentage in the uh, in the NHL this regular season. So, I, and I didn't even think Morazic played that bad. And they they fought back. They uh they scored two goals in the third period, had a power play late that could have uh given them a chance. And I remember before the series started, I was listening to some uh some preview podcasts and I was listening to uh Pete Jensen and Rob Reese and they were saying the only way the Hurricanes have a shot in this series is if this X Factor kid, Andrei Svechnikov, shows up and he, he scored two goals on Thursday. So I'm feeling I'm feeling okay about it. They're down two one right now. It was about twenty seconds left in the first period. Uh we'll see what happens though. What was the uh, score game one? It was it was f- it was four two, but the, the fourth goal was an empty net, so really okay. three two. Okay, so three uh, Shots were about thirty seventeen Hurricanes, I believe. I think it was twenty eight to nineteen Carolina. I just looked it up. Okay, so uh, we talked about it after the game. Uh, the Hurricanes outplayed the Capitals. Yeah, but that's that's what you're gonna get. You're gonna get a couple Caps power play goals. They're going to take advantage of their power plays, and they're going to make you pay, even if they have uh, less than 20 shots on the board. Yeah, that's, that's annoying. That's annoying, and it looks bad on Mrazek. And like I said, I really didn't think that he played that that poorly. Their, their second goal, um, I think it was Backstrom that was just sitting down low, and there was nobody even around him. He just that's, uh, that's former flyer Peter Mrazek, right? Oh, God. Yeah, the Peter Mrazek experience. We, 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 will, we will get there. We will get there, Andrew. That was annoying. Uh, um, Brian fucking Elliott, man. I think the Hurricanes are a good team, but it's just uh, the cards they were drawn, I don't know. I only, just, they uh, only had five less points in the regular season than Washington did. I didn't even realize that. Or I'm, I say, is it five or six? Really? Yeah. So I think. I think. Um, hang on, let me. Uh, the Carolina definitely had ninety-nine. The uh, Capitals either had 104 or 105. I can't remember. Be, just uh, because of the course of the depressing season um, via the Washington Ducks, had 104. I am not. I don't know as much about the NHL as I normally do. No. And it might sound uh, like I'm not a real fan or bandwagonish, but um, when the Ducks suck, I don't really uh, care to watch. Other people throughout yeah, the regular you have, season. You have a hockey background. I don't. So I, I need do. you to break down the X's and O's because I don't know what I'm talking about over here. I mean, I'm, I'm watching the playoffs. I'm just. Yeah, but you said you weren't going to. <laughs> yeah, well, that was that was just bullshit. <laughs> I know. I called it as soon as you said it. Because you, you turned on the, the, the Blue Jackets Lightning game one. And then you sent a Snapchat that said. This is not this is not entertaining. And then by the time the Blue Jackets had tied it, you're like tweeting the the open eye emoji, like ah, look at what's happening. I, uh, I can completely get behind uh, the Jackets beating 
the Lightning in the first round, especially well, because well, I can't. I don't have any. By the I don't have any expectations for the Lightning in this playoffs, and everyone thinks just because they got 128 points in the regular season that that Lord Stanley's Cup is just going to be handed to them. Let me tell you something: a seven-game series, seven-game series, you got to win fucking four of them. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't it's, think by any means this was going to be a walk in the park. I had lightning in six. It's not easy. Which is still possible. They'd have to win four in a row, but I think they can do it. Well, the Jackets uh, went up 2 nothing last year at Washington. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which I, That's why I texted you yesterday. I was like, I don't know what would be crazier. If the Blue Jackets blow two consecutive 2 nothing leads in a series, or if the President's Trophy winners go down in uh, round one. You can't deny that the Blue Jackets have been dealt some uh, rough cards. Uh, between getting the the pens in their glory days. Um, yeah, I got everybody that series. Uh, the, the Caps last year, and now the mm-hmm. Lightning. Yep. Uh, you can make an argument that they should do better in the regular season, but the reality is they're playing the the best team in the regular season or the Stanley Cup soon to be Stanley Cup champion. I yeah. mean, they had—they didn't even clinch a playoff spot until their second to last game of the season. They had to clinch it in a shootout. I mean, like after they made all those trades, it was looking bleak for them. Good for Torts. Now, fuck him. I don't—I don't give a shit about him. Um, he doesn't I, deserve I, it. I will say, I'm a, everybody I'm, should get their name engraved on the Stanley Cup except for him if they win. Well, that's just—that's just <laughs> no, no bullshit. He sucks. Uh, um, he, he didn't—he he didn't construct a very good uh, World Cup ho- World Cup of Hockey team. So, well, yeah, that was that. And the uh, fact that he just every time he loses, he's a crybaby, crybaby about it in the uh, press conference, and like he doesn't let the other people do their job. The World Cup of Hockey is a little more near and dear to my heart, as uh, you know. Um, you were one, there. One one of uh, Andrew and I's friend uh, drove up to Toronto and went to the uh, USA Europe game, where uh, Patty Dangles gave away the puck on the power play. Patty Dangles. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl. Goes down the other way and scores a shorthanded goal, and uh, just kind of all unravels from there. Gentlemen, what do we what do we think about the uh, Nikita Kucherov suspension? Uh, well, it it should have been a sus- I actually it yeah it should have been a suspension. I have a question for you too, as hockey players. Uh, I'm watching pregame of this Capitals Hurricanes game, and they are talking to uh, Eddie Olchek and Jeremy Roenick about the hit, and they were saying how. Uh, Edzo said that he he would have given Kucherov three games. Jr. said he would have given him two. He only got a one game suspension. So my question is, do you think that th- he's getting superstar treatment right now because they they want him to be able to play? I I, I wouldn't say superstar treatment. It's more of um, what was the score at that point? Four to one, five to one. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it's, uh, it's bush league play. It, it was. I I agree. One he tripped. Who did who did he hit? Um, Bjorkstrand, maybe? No, 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 uh, Nudavara, I think. Okay, so, one, he goes into the corner, Kucherov goes into the corner and trips him to begin with, and the ref is, the ref's standing right there. He then get, he then gets up and hits the guy's head into the, into where the boards, uh, jut out when it goes from glass to, uh, (coughs) boards or whatever. So, uh, yes, it's a very dirty play. I personally agree with Ronick. I think, two games. It, it was new to VAR. Yeah. I, I think he should have gotten two games. Because, uh, 
Because he knew, like, he knew what he was doing. He got up, looked, and then went in for the hit. It's yeah, not absolutely. Like, it's, it's not like the guy fell going into the boards and Kucherov was already going for the hit and it was just an unfortunate event. Mm-hmm. He well, tripped him, got up, looked at him, and said, I'm going to get him. Well, you guys do know who's uh, head of Department of Player Safety. Who's that? Mr. George Barrows, former Anaheim Duck, hmm. who ended Andrew Cagliano's Ironman streak. Um, a guy who... Oh, I remember that. Has, I was so upset. Has barely had 10 penalty minutes a season his entire career. Yeah, he's like the cleanest player on the ice. Um, Big lady bing guy. Made one bad play. Uh, definitely didn't warrant a suspension, in my opinion. But it just goes to show how inconsistent the Department of Player Safety has been since George Peros has taken over. There's, You have no idea what's coming. When did he uh, take over? Um, it was a couple seasons ago. Well, in my opinion, the Lightning need to. Uh, they came in. They came in with extremely, extremely high expectations. They thought they were just going to roll their way to the conference finals. I uh. Yeah. With 128 points, which was, I believe, an NHL record for an 82-game season. Yeah, it's at least close. Uh, s- yes. Speaking of the Hurricanes Capitals series. I will uh, give props to the Department of Player Safety for getting Tom Wilson to stop being a dirty player. That's true, yeah. Tom. That crack can of a player. They, abs- they absolutely threw the book at him and basically told him, you got to get your fucking act together or you're not going to be playing in the fucking league. Didn't the Capitals just give him a six-year, $30 million contract? Yeah. Like, at the beginning of this year? Correct. I mean, I, I, I think even I tweeted about it. I said... He's, he's a good player. That, he's a, without a doubt a good player. Yes, I will agree. He is... I don't think he's that good a player. But, uh... Well, when you play in a line with Bastion and Ovechkin, you're going to get points. He's never played He's never played the right way. No. He's played hard. I will give him that. He just played hard. And he, I feel like he. I feel like he's playing... He, the way he plays, he's trying to get away from something. He's trying to prove himself in the league. But the stuff that he does, you ju- I'm sorry, you can't you can't go after guys' heads. Yeah, it's it's more annoying that he's a repeat offender, and then you got have guys like Oshi that are like tweeting his bullshit ass free willy pictures, of the the uh, um, uh, orca from Free Willy. And they put Tom Wilson's head on it. He's like, oh, he's innocent. Uh, Mr. Mr. T.J. Oshie, who has two young daughters. And he's, advoca- yeah. he's advocating for uh, uh, Mr. End Your Career out there. Yes. Well, gentlemen, moving on to the next series. Uh, the Bruins and the Maple Leafs. Game two tonight. Um, I just... I see the Maple Leafs taking this one uh, because of one player, Frederick Anderson. I was going to say Mitch former Marner. Anaheim, former Anaheim Duck, Frederick Anderson. Uh, yes. I, fun fact, I own a uh, pair of Frederick Anderson pads from when he was with Anaheim. He does. But uh, bias aside, uh, he's, he's the best player. He's going to be the best player in that series. Um, the Maple Leafs are going to win. I I picked the Maple Leafs to 
knock off the lightning in the next round. Uh, should That's the right, you did, yeah. Should the lightning advance, I just uh, Frederick Anderson is an experienced goaltender. He's been there, done that. Um, he he's the reason why the Ducks didn't go to the Stanley Cup final in 2015. Yeah. He uh, he fucked it up in the last uh, few minutes of all the games they lost against the Blackhawks. I agree, Ryan. You and I watched that series. Um, I was at game one in Anaheim. They won that one, but uh, the Ducks were the better team for the entire series, I thought. I thought it was pretty clear. Uh, the Blackhawks even said that that was the basically the de facto Stanley Cup final. Whoever won that one was uh, lifting the Stanley Cup. Seemed that way. So, but so ter- what what I'm what I'm getting at is that Frederick Anderson isn't isn't new to the scene. He's been there, done that. He's been down the wrong road. Uh, could have been a Stanley Cup champion, but uh, I think now with a few years under his belt, now he's been in Toronto for whatever it is, three seasons now. Yeah, I think this is his third year. He's uh, this this is the time for Frederick Anderson. And he, he's been running under the radar now. I, I can hardly remember hearing about him in the headlines at all for the past few seasons. Ryan, do you think uh, Anaheim, quote-unquote, screwed Frederick Anderson by sending him to Toronto and, and, and the Ducks sticking with uh, the young guy, Josh Gibson? John Gibson. John Gibson, excuse me. You're fired. Um, that's a tough decision. Um, on paper, you say John Gibson is the guy to go with. He's a few years younger. He was the uh, U.S. Uh, World Junior gold medal winning goaltender. You know, he, John Gibson has all the accolades. He's the number one goaltending prospect. But uh, looking back on it now, uh, I'd take Frederick Anderson in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would too. Uh, I I was adamant on taking Frederick Anderson at the time. This has nothing to go against John Gibson. I like John Gibson, but he's not the consistent goaltender that Frederick Anderson is. Remember we went to that Penguins-Ducks game our sophomore year? Yep. That Gibson, like, God, that was a, a go. Uh, it took Gibson, like, four years in the league to play a real hockey game against the Penguins. He's from Pittsburgh, isn't he? Yeah, he yep. is. Pittsburgh native. Gibsonian. I, I think that's why he always plays so poorly there. It's too much pressure. He had all the family in, in the uh, in the crowd. That could be it. Um, it's always, Gibson, as, Gibson is without a doubt a good goaltender. He's going to be looked at for the U.S. national team for, he's gotta be, yeah. for years to come. But the thing with him is it's hit or miss. You're either going to get John Gibson that's not not giving up anything. He's a two-time All-Star. Or you're going to get John Gibson who's just getting absolutely lit up. Just the playing style that he plays. He's, he's unorthodox. Uh, he's a reaction goaltender. He doesn't play the angles. Uh, he's out of position a lot. So uh, you play a team that likes to move the puck laterally. At, uh, they can score goals easily. Uh, that was seen last year against the Sharks uh, when they swept the Ducks. Uh, it was easy for Burns and Pavelski 
uh, Evander Kane, all those guys. It was so easy to score on Gibson just because of the way he plays. Uh, you, you get him moving side to side, uh, he's in trouble. God, the Sharks look so good right now, though. Uh, I know they, they, they lost because Martin Jones was flopping around, but my God, it's not even fair when you... You have a four-on-three power play, and you have Burns and Carlson controlling the puck at the blue line. That was just nasty. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. The, the puck movement. Um, when when Gibson faces a team with that kind of superior puck movement, it's it's not good. It is. I agree it is not. And, Ryan, you can attest to that because you are a goalie. I'm a goaltender. I'm not claiming to be of John Gibson's level. I'm not claiming to be a professional goaltender. But it's it's it's, some, it's something I've done my entire life, so um, and I've always people always said I'm the best positional goaltender they've they've coached or something like that. So I um, the technical part of the game is something it's something that's near and dear to my heart. I, it it's rough for me to watch John Gibson flail flail around out there. Because, uh, well, as you alluded to uh, in your introduction, you are the only one of us that is above six feet. However, being that goalies nowadays are extremely tall, I think uh, I mean, you have to be, if you're, if you're under six foot one or at six foot one, you have to be very technical with your position. Uh, you, uh, Jonathan Quick is, is the guy I look at. Vasilevsky? Yes. Vasilevsky is like 6'7". Yeah. Yeah, Wikipedia I know has him at 6'2 and a half. Who? No. That's wrong. Does it, I'll look it be... up, but you would think that he'd be way bigger, right? Vasilevsky is 6'7". Yeah. Somebody changed his uh, so, uh, Wikipedia page then. 6'8", no, probably on skates. It's a 6'2". He's not. Google it. Well, all right. Gentlemen, to wrap up the uh, Dude, Bruins Leafs. His, his shoulders are at the crossbar when he's in the butterfly. What do you – or is the internet lying then? Yes. Have Wikipedia. you measured him? Wikipedia. No, I Googled it and it says 6'2". That's wrong. How do you – what are you – no, you're wrong. Have you taken a tape measure to Andre Vasilevsky? Tell me uh, that. Andre Vasilevsky. Yeah, from the Lightning. NHL.com says six four two fifteen. Okay, even then. Okay, so we're all screwed up. Nobody That's not knows six seven. Nobody knows how tall this man is. It's actually one of the, <laughs> one of the world's greatest mysteries. <laughs> Scientists world, are still trying to figure it out. We we've we've opened Pandora's box, gentlemen. We have. <laughs> we know we too have. much now. They're gonna. The FBI is coming oh, for us. They're coming. They're coming. Um. <laughs> I, Elite Prospects has him at 6'3". I won't tell anybody, I swear. I won't. Tell my family I love him. (laughs) He could be 5' foot or 7' foot for all we know. All right. To put a bow on this Bruins-Leaf series, who do each of you have? Yeah, we should probably talk about the Bruins and Leafs to do that, right? (laughs) Not not just Freddie Anderson and the Ducks? Not just Frederick Anderson. Yeah, not even Frederick Anderson's time on the Maple Leafs. Uh, Who do each of you have in this series? Austin Matthews. He's just winning. You have have Austin Matthews. Yep, he's winning the series. Yep. You think so? Um... 
I, th- I think the Maple Leafs are going to win the series. I, did I I picked them even though they were huge underdogs because I just I'm a, I'm a big believer in the the revenge factor and I just couldn't see Boston beating them in the first round two years in a row. There and they the Maple Leafs they they have some demons to exercise because of that whole uh, the 2013 series where uh, they were up four to one in the third period of Game Seven and blew it. Yeah, that I was I don't think they're probably still not over it. There's no way they are. The the the, the Maple Leafs si- simply put have some shit to prove. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so, how many games does this series go? I had it going seven. Uh, it's, right. It depends on what happens tonight. If the Maple Leafs take two in Boston, I think you can count on an uh, uh, early good night for the Boston Bruins. Uh, I would bet money on the Bruins to win tonight, though. I, th- I think it's going to be 1-1 one, one going to uh, the ACC. So... Um, one thing I'd like to talk about is home ice advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you see so many teams that split at home, and then all the talk is uh, the lower seeded team has has a series in their hands. They have two games at home. I don't really know how much of how much of an advantage it is to have the higher seed and play the first two games at home. I think I'd rather play the second two at home. Or game three and four. If it goes seven, then you get four home games as opposed to three. And like you said, if you split at home, you lose home ice advantage. But if you split on the road, then you just get it right back. That I, I, I'm a firm believer in the phrase, a series doesn't start until a road team wins. Because you're supposed to defend home ice. It's like, it's like breaking serve in tennis. So like, as soon as a road team yeah. wins, then all of a sudden it becomes real. Maybe, I, I, I get that. Maybe. But, maybe. No, I, I'll take home ice games one and two, five and seven, any day of the week. Maybe it's a little sore subject because uh, the Ducks have been known to not win their game one and two on home ice. Or game seven, for that matter, but we're or not going to get yeah. we're not going to get into that one. <sighs> so, uh, I I'm going to be on the Bruins side with this. I think I think Bruins in seven. Is this because you're a Red Sox fan? This is this is not because I'm a Red Sox fan. I am a Flyers fan, and you both know this very well. Just, yeah, neither of you guys are regional. Just me. Our our listeners don't know. They don't. The, so well, the only regional team uh, is uh, DC United for me. The only regional team, well, technically, technically, uh, because growing up in Maryland, uh, but where in Maryland, we were an hour and ten minutes from Philadelphia and an hour and a half from Washington. Yes. So that would be why I'm not a Capitals fan. Just uh, close though. Just, just for all all y'all listeners out there trying to get cute. The Philadelphia Union did not exist um, when I started watching soccer, so... I don't know. They did not. Um, So, Ryan, Leafs? You have them? I do. I had the Leafs. In how many games? Um, I I believe I put six. And Angie, you have them in... I had them in seven. So so the Leafs are going to win at... uh, in Toronto, at uh, Air Canada Center. So how's it gonna go then? You, Boston wins tonight, and then they take two in Toronto, and then Boston wins five, and then Maple Leafs win six. Yep. 
All right, that will wrap up the Bruins Maple Leafs series. Moving on to the last of the Eastern Conference series, uh, the New York Islanders and the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Islanders are up 2-0 in that series. And so, I don't. I don't think anyone saw this coming at all. Um, I for sure did not. Um, are you talking about the beginning of the season or the beginning of the series? Beginning of the series. Um, I didn't see the Islanders going up too uh, well. So, the Islanders obviously have home ice. They're the higher-seeded team. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think people still think uh, these Penguins are the same Penguins that went back-to-back. Right. Uh, that's simply uh, not true, as you can see by the first two games. I don't, I don't know... Uh, can uh, Stevie, the statistician guy, find out if uh, the Penguins ever lost two in a row during their back-to-back run? I don't think um, they did. But I obviously could be very wrong. Stevie, that. get on it. Yeah, um, the, the, yeah, uh, they're my uh, junior year, so our junior year, that would have been, um, uh, what, 2017? They were mm-hmm. up. They were up three one on the uh, Capitals, and the Capitals forced Game Seven. I know that. Okay. Uh, I think I think they lost two in a row to Tampa at one point in one of the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure on that, but they definitely did at one point. I I picked the Islanders. This is why I think the Islanders are so dangerous because they don't really. I I, I know Barzell is really good, but they don't really have that that superstar. They don't have like that guy. So it, it, it basically you, you, when you have a roster like that. Everybody feels the need to take it upon themselves to to take over the game. You Whereas mean you mean John a, Tavares doesn't play for the Islanders anymore? He does not. Oh. So oh, yeah, you know, pl- like a plays... Pittsburgh, if you're like a third liner on Pittsburgh, you'd be like, ah, Crosby and Malkin will take care of this. You know, the, the Islanders, you know, if it's not Barzell, it's going to be Eberle. If it's not Eberle, it's going to be Anders Lee. If it's not Lee, it's going to be Bailey. That I think is uh, it's really really dangerous in the postseason when everybody feels the need that you know what it, it no no one else is going to do it I'm going to do it. They are they are the quintessential uh, definition of the word team. Yes. Because and the Penguins are for the last decade and a half have been Crosby and Malkin. That's mm-hmm. who it is. Now the Peng- Penguins like they're not just Crosby and Malkin. I know they have. All kinds of depth. Uh, they do. Sure. They do. But who do you? Who Gensel, do you think Hornquist. Of? Um, yeah. yeah. When you Castle. when you think of when yeah, you think of the Castle. Penguins, who do you think of? Well, Crosby, obviously, he's the face of the league, probably. Matt Murray, maybe Matt other than McDavid. Matt. <laughs> Matt Murray. Matt Murray. Um, but yeah, personally, for me, when I think of Pittsburgh, I think okay, I need, we need to stop Crosby and Malkin. That's and then we'll worry about Gensel, Gensel, Hornquist, and everybody else after that. Yeah. Uh, it starts with those two. I did pick the Islanders in this series, though, and I'm so I'm really happy they're up to nothing because so, I, I I was not expecting. First of all, preseason, if you had told me that the Islanders were going to, you know, be in the running for uh, Metropolitan Division champions, I would have thought you were insane because I thought without Tavares they're going to be even worse. Although he wasn't on the team last year, now I think about it, but still. Um, yeah, I was not expecting this at all. And like, of all people to be leading this team, it's Robin Leonard as go- as the goalie. Uh, it, oh it, it goes to show what a good defense in front of you can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, every goaltender in the league can play. Um, there's a lot of people who don't understand goaltending. 
the the team in front of you makes a huge difference. You can put the best goaltenders in the league in front of shit, and they're going to be shit. That's just the way it works. I I agree, and uh, the Islanders have a good uh, defensive core. That's why you hated Corey Crawford so much, right? Because he had like Keith and Seabrook and Chalmerson to play in front of him, so he didn't have to do anything. I, I he's not that impressive of a goaltender, in my opinion. I mm-hmm. I would agree. He's big and slow. And starting to show now that Keith and Seabrook are in a, the top of their game right now. So, I mean, but yes, but uh, the Blackhawks' defense is Keith and Seabrook and. Oh my God! The Hurricanes just took a five-minute power play or penalty. Uh, I'm just, uh, I have three words to say about the Penguins Islanders series. That is? Not so fast. Oh, I thought it was going to be yes, yes, yes. The Penguins are going back to Pittsburgh, PPG Paints Arena. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be all gold. They don't lose at PPG. I, I predict this series being 2-2, going back to, uh, I was about to say Brooklyn, but uh, I should say you know, Long Island. Back in that shithole. <laughs> I, I should I was, say Nassau. I was gonna say I, I like I was I was wondering where because the Islanders are uh, one of the few teams in the professional sports that have two uh, home venues. That, yeah, that's so weird. They, they, and, and if if they win this series, then they they play in Brooklyn in round two. It's uh. That doesn't make any sense. It's a, it's a, head, it's it a head scratcher. Is that what it is, Andrew? Is it? They, yeah, I don't know what happens past that. I just know that if they go to round two, they play in, at Barclays. That is that is quite. Uh, it's it's pretty clear the Islanders faithful want them to play at Nassau on Long Island, where that where where the fans live, which they should. I don't know why they love that place so much. I would just get so tired of watching hockey games there. Because uh, okay. uh, Andrew and I went to a Ducks Islanders game. Um, it was March of 2015. 2015, yeah. Um, the Ducks won, of course. Um, Cockle had a goal in that game. But uh, my man, we were so we went we went for a little Islanders Devils double team action. Uh, yeah, back to back. It was Sunday. Saturday Sunday. Saturday we got we got the nosebleeds at Nassau. Um, the last row in the building. And we couldn't see the scoreboard. You, you can't see the jumbotron from there. The, the like the scaffolding at the top, not the scaffolding, whatever. Um, it like hangs so low in front of you that you can't see. Now they they have TVs up there, but the TVs didn't have the score or the clock on it, which like so, totally defeats the which purpose. Which makes them, which makes them pointless. So <laughs> basically, because like we could see the ice. I I was texting my dad, trying to figure out how much time was left in the game. <laughs> You even texted me, like, can you put this game on and tell me how much time is left? Uh, I mean, how crazy is that in a National Hockey League building, we have no fucking clue how much time is left and what the score is if we can't keep count. Yeah, I had to, I was, like, leaning over. I was, like, basically in the, the person next to me's lap, like, trying to, like, bend down to look at the score. And then I, I would, like, tell you, like, okay, when there was a whistle blown, I'd be like, okay, there's 38 seconds left. And then you would, like, take your phone out and set a stopwatch for 38 seconds. I mean, and then, uh, But they love it. I don't know how, but they love it. Then next, the next day we went to uh, uh, beautiful, beautiful Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. Um, tickets were 
cheaper than the nosebleeds at Asaw. We were in the lower level. Yeah, it, it was. It was. That was supposed to be the final season at Nassau. Right. That was what. That was what they were advertising it as. Right. So, so they fucked us. They lied. Also, people wouldn't let us get out of the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. well, Long Island. Long Island is notorious for. Did, its, did, uh, didn't help that there were duck stuff on the jeep. Probably not. No. Probably not. But um, but regardless. Uh, what I'm trying to say is the Ducks beat the Islanders at Assault. So fuck you, Islanders fans. Yeah. How about that? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that being said, I'm going to take the Islanders in this series. I, I honestly couldn't tell you who I'm taking. I just I know I'm taking the series 2-2 uh, going back. So you know it's going at least six. Going back to the island. Uh, maybe, maybe it throws the Penguins out of the loop going to that uh, shithole. Yeah, that might be it. They're like so used to playing in a nice building. They're used to the VIP treatment. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they send them back to the 1970s. <laughs> Crosby's like, I'm a fucking all-star out here. Why am I playing on this ice? <laughs> Hasn't been Zamboni since 1999. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Moving on to the Western Conference. Let's Let us start with... Something that's near and dear to Ryan's heart. Uh, the, oh Predators, the, the Predators oh. and the Dallas Stars. For those, for those, because we have not made this known, Ryan did live in Nashville for how many? Uh, how it was long? eight months. Well, I'll just I'll give a little uh, background. So in the past five years, I've lived in five states that uh, include Maryland, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Tennessee, in South Carolina, where I currently reside. But yes, in Nashville for eight months during their run to the Stanley Cup final. And boy, oh boy, was it terrible to be around those fans. And uh, that's that's fans with air quotes. Why is that? Who's that peg around? Um, they're just uneducated on the game of hockey. Uh, they have this sense of entitlement about them. Now, let's... I'm not saying all Predators fans are like this, but the majority of the ones I interacted with. So let's let's not get any uh, ideal ideas that I'm generalizing about the Predators fans. No. Um, this is from strict interaction. Uh, they don't know the sport, the game. Uh, they barely know the players. Uh, oh, P.K. Subban, Pekka Ryan. Pekka Ryan, as one fan once said. I mean, let let that sink in. Pekka Ryan. Would <laughs> tell the story of when you were there for Game Four. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so it was during the 2016 Stanley Cup playoffs. Yeah. Ducks Predators first round. Um. I blacked out and bought airfare and a game ticket to. He did. <laughs> to, it was after it was after the Ducks had lost game two. <laughs> to the game, uh, game, uh, game four in Nashville. Um. So I went there, went by myself. I was unfortunately twenty years old. Uh, in Nashville. So, I was watching everyone just drink and have a good time while I was. All dry and sober. 
which is one of the reasons why I wanted to go back so bad after that. But uh, the Ducks scored a goal. I jumped up, waved my uh, orange towel, minding my own business. This guy br- the guy brings a towel, a rally towel, into Bridgestone Arena. Ryan, very Ryan Cornet is very passionate about his teams. Um, fan behind me has a problem with it. <laughs> I still remember he fucking taps me on the shoulder and t- tells me to sit down. I just looked at him and I said, I'm not sitting down. He was like, oh, you're making fun of all my all my predators faithful. I said, I don't give a shit. Tomer just fucking scored. I don't care. It's the goddamn Stanley Cup playoffs. Wait, who scored? Nate Thompson. Oh, Tom, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he uh, <laughs> he tells me he's like, "You better sit down, or or we're gonna have issues." I said, "What are you gonna do?" He's like, uh, "I've used my fist a few times or two. I was like, uh, "You lay one hand on me? Uh, that's a lawsuit, brother." I sat my ass down. Ducks won the series. And he didn't say a no, fucking they did word. Not. They won the game. Oh, the series. Yeah. Excuse me. The game. I got ahead of myself. No, they lost. That was another. That was when uh, uh, Boudreaux got fired because look at that game seven loss. The Ducks have never beaten the Predators in a playoff series. Beat. Um, I, I got okay. a, I got caught up in the moment. I've never been like threatened at a sporting event before. I mean, it's they they did also come into existence in uh, what nineteen ninety nine. So, um, I mean, they're very they're very they're they're a new fan base. I mean, they're they only they didn't care about them though. Uh, my family went to the Ducks Predators playoff game in two thousand eleven. Uh, this is back in the Timu Solani era. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The the Predators had the uh, the blue jerseys then, right? Yeah, game game six, the Ducks got eliminated. The game before, that's when Bobby Ryan scored that crazy goal. Yeah, one of my favorite videos to watch. Uh, and the Predators scored with under a minute left and won in overtime. Uh, while my dad and I were watching at a Buffalo Wild Wings in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Well done. Fun fact. But yes, obviously we were down south in the area, so. We went to Game Six in Nashville. Mm-hmm. The Ducks were eliminated, but the the main point of the story was the tickets were twenty dollars for a playoff fucking game. They had never they had never won a playoff series up to that point. Twenty dollars. We got four seats for eighty dollars. Are you are are you complaining about the ticket prices? I'm just making a point. That Predators fans didn't exist until like two years ago. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. They didn't until, care until Mike Fisher married Carrie Underwood. They didn't ca- oh, uh, un- un- until all the country artists started going to the games. They started singing the national anthem, and the uh, the Titans offensive line started like waving around fish. Until Thomas Rhett and Russell Dickerson are on their Insta stories going go Preds. Well, Thomas Rhett's a flaky sports fan. Like I've seen him with like Cowboys gear on and Eagles gear on. I'm just like pick a side, dude. I mean, a lot a lot of those guys just put on whatever they give them. Yeah, you gotta you gotta pick a side though. That's just me. 
You do. So, you have to. You have to. You have to. You have to uh, stick to your stick to your morals. I would take free price gear. Huh. I don't know if I'd. Bitch, uh, bitch, you thought. thought. No way. Um, I take a well, I take a shit on that building if I could. <laughs> you like you hate so many teams not in your division. Like I've never even seen it before. They are in there. They are in the uh, Ducks conference. So. They're in the conference. They've, yeah. Do you know how many times the Ducks have lost to the Preds in the playoffs? Uh, three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I've been to games at every single one of those series. Twice in the first round, once in the Western Conference Final. Yep. And 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 the Ducks are two and one in the games I went to, and they still lost all of those fucking series. <sighs> I get yeah. That that's probably pretty annoying. I won't lie. And then I and then you live there during the Stanley Cup Final run. Yeah, that had to be uh, not great for you. Or. or uh, post Stanley Cup final run. Um, well, they almost had it. Well, I, I, I'm still. They, they total. They did get robbed in that series. Nashville did. Gets the Penguins. Yes. That's rich coming from a Flyers fan. What do you? What does that mean? Bias. Were they? Were they not though? Uh, I thought the Penguins were the pretty clear. Better How team. about in game one when Forsberg scores and then they call it back because of a, a, a phantom offsides? And then in game six, the game ends one nothing, and the Predators actually scored the second period and it didn't count because they blew the whistle for some reason. How about that? Catch me outside. How about that? I mean, the Ducks should have been in that Stanley Cup final anyway, so I don't, I don't really have anything to say. <laughs> well, then I guess we're all unhappy. Well, uh, moving on from that. Me and Johnny watched the Ducks got eliminated in Arizona. They were the better team, but Bernier decided to just fucking watch pucks go in his own net. <laughs> moving on to their opponent, the uh, Dallas Stars. Before uh, before we get into this, I got to say that this is a matchup between two teams with goal songs I absolutely love and Ryan absolutely hates. <laughs> I, you know what I do love about Tim McGraw's I like it? Uh, I love playing it on the touch tunes at Beer Cellar in Nashville after a Preds loss. And then me, my brother, and my one buddy who I work with in Nashville all yell, Boo, Preds, Boo. <laughs> and no one says anything because what can you say? They're, you just lost. they're not real fans. It, it, if they were real fans, they would get all worked up about it. I would imagine. I don't know. I've talked. I'm not one to talk shit. But when I'm drunk in Nashville, I'm you're one to talk shit. I'm, I'm coming for that saber tooth fuck. Um, the Dallas Stars. <laughs> Who? Sagan. Sagan. Ben. ben. Tyler Sagan's one of my favorite players of all time, by the way. The Ducks beat the Stars in a playoff series. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ron, did you know that there's 30 other teams, not just the Ducks? Yes. Uh, <laughs> not this year. I didn't really notice. <laughs> um, uh, I, no, no, the Stars can't beat the Predators. As, you don't think so? No. 
I was I was close. To, if, if if the Predators didn't end the season seven one and two in their last ten, I would have strongly considered picking Dallas. All right. I think right. the, the Central Division as a whole was kind of smoke and mirrors. Johnny, let's move but, on. Um, let's pick this thing up. Yep. Uh, I do like the Predators though, even though they're down one nothing. All right. Who do, who do you got? How many games? Right. Um. I. I think I had Nashville in six, and I'll, I'll stick with it. Even it's tough because they got to win four out of the next five for that to happen. But you'll allow Preds in six. Stars uh, in seven. Mm-hmm. Hot, take. hot take. So all three of hot us take. have have our team uh, oh, out on the road. We need a uh, hot take of the day. Soundbite. Okay. Um. Jets blues. Jets Blues. I took the Jets. I, I picked St. Louis because of how well they've been playing over the last two months, and I am feeling fantastic about it now. St. Blew it? They're not going to blow it because they've got uh, Chester. Not, not uh, Jesus Christ. I almost called him Chester Bennington. <laughs> Jordan, Jordan Bennington. Jordan Winnington. Rest in peace, though. Uh, great songs. Blues took two um, on the road. They did, yeah. They're at home with a 2 nothing lead. Andrew, cue some Lincoln Park. <sighs> okay. 